right, all right, all right. I'm Lonnie Horn, proud owner of World Class Fighters Barbershop. And I am Tamel Pittman, owner of Uppercuts Barbershop. And we, along with our guide and the rest of the barbers that support our movement, are the United Barbers Club. Yes, yes. And we are here at the Las Vegas Trade Show, man. And uh, it's so cool to connect. And it, just so you know, we didn't give you this heads up. It's cameras everywhere, man. Yeah. I fit. So, yeah. so you gonna see I figure, us okay, bet, over, bet, bet. Got you, got you. So, yeah, I, but we, this we, is good. This is good. So you know, um, I, we want to do this. So it's good so to see. We're here at the uh, Las Vegas Trade Show, man. And um, you know, one of the coolest things about coming to events like this is seeing uh, familiar faces, uh, seeing faces you might have seen on social media. Media, but you, you ain't had a chance to quite meet them. Mm -hmm. uh, you, I was very uh, privileged to hop on a live with you and get a little idea of what you're doing. Uh, but to see you in person, man, it, it's good to finally uh, do that. And events like this is what what it's, it's what excites me about coming, man. So uh, with no further delay, man, our guest today is uh, the one and only Ray representing the Anti-Broke Barbers Club. Man, How welcome. Doing, man? Good. How you doing? All right. Thanks so, for having me. Oh, bless you for even entertaining us. Um, we know the brand is popping, bro. It's all over everywhere, and I see that it's been growing. Um, talk a little bit about how you started the brand mm -hmm. and where you at with the brand and where you plan on going with the brand. Um, just first starting the brand is already, you know, we were already doing education, you know, just kind of classes or things like that. Um, and then just made a shirt, you know what I'm saying, just to sell. First, first we actually made the shirt. It said Anti-Social Barbers Club. And woke up in the morning. Oh, you you stole this and that. You this this and that. And I'm like, what the hell? So there was, I guess there's another barber that already had mm. made anti-social barbers club shirt. Gotcha. Um, so when I got that, it was like people liked it, but then it was just like, okay. You know, I don't know what the initial was, but then I tweaked it and made it say anti-broke barbers club. And so that just got popular. The shirts was kind of cool and this and that. Um, and we were doing classes with my uh, last partner and uh, we just named the classes that, you know, and then it kind of it gave it that extra buzz. Yeah. And then we've been going. I looked up all last year, been going to expos ever since the top of last year. Dope. So that created as well. And then we do a lot of our online social media marketing stuff that I do to help bring the awareness as well. So when you say we, who, yeah. who's who's we? Who's that team you talking about? Uh, as far as my last partner, it was uh, JC the Barber. Um, and then right now we're just still building, still actually building our internal team as far as um, people that's just reaching out to stuff, just, just dealing with these expos. Because a lot of the stuff I deal with right now by myself, uh -huh. uh, building websites, going to these expos, designing the clothes, all those type of things. Like I, I kind of, I still You got your myself. hands on all that, man? Every, I, I, up. All night long building websites. Hey, and, and what's, your, what's your background? Um, I came from, I used to work in Hollywood for about 12, 13 years uh, doing promotion clubs and things like that. So that's where I, that's where this field comes from. You know what I'm saying? I already uh, started in the entertainment doing parties gotcha. and clubs and things like that. Paying 30000 for Diddy and all these stuff to host parties and yeah. things like that and then make that money back. So like that. So uh, concerts. Um, and then, then I started there and then I got opened my first barber shop in 2012. Okay. Well, are you a barber? No. You're not a barber? No. Never been? No. What What made you open up a barber shop? It's what? crazy because I have this letter from my aunt that I wrote my aunt. It's, it's on my page and I wrote her, wrote it to her in 2000, I believe in five. 
So I think I'm 1920, uh, 1920. Uh, and I, and I wanted to, and it said in my letter, you know, Hey, you know, my auntie, I need some extra cash or whatever. I'm going to, uh, plan on playing basketball at, at this, this, uh, community college. And it is said, I wanted to open a barbershop, a clothing store or whatever it was like, and I would seen this letter, like maybe six, seven years ago, 10 years later after, you know, writing all of it. Um, and I don't know, I just, I grew, I grew up in a barbershop, you know, me and my friends used to catch the bus after school to the barbershop, friends would work in there and we would just clown with the barbers all day. So it's like, I already know that. And I just, I, you know, my entre entrepreneur and business at heart. So you just grow up in that and you know that just being a business person, these are things that I can, you know, I can obtain. I've seen this, I'm in this environment. I know about that. Um, I had my first job when I was 12 years old. Are you I had like a business thing? license and everything. Oh, damn. I had a business license damn. and all. So, so your interest in the barbershop, it was, it was from the cultural standpoint. Like, I mean, you said you and mm -hmm. your boys went there after school, you hung out, you BS with the barbers. Mm -hmm. So you, you felt the barber culture early on. Yeah. From, uh, you know, I, I moved around when I was younger a lot, you know what I'm saying? So when you just go to certain places and you meet, you know, there's only certain places you can go outside of school when you're younger that you, you see, you know, I have no father in the home. So you see these other guys or whoever, you know, in the shops acting this, this and that. So you kind of gravitate to that or you find that maybe that father figure or that big brother you know, role that, you know, kind of finding that in the shops. So maybe that was a part of it, but I just always wanted to, my whole thing is, you know, my barbershop's called Brotherhood. I have it tatted on me. Everything Dope. about me is Brotherhood. Uh, you could probably find about 40 people I would tatted with Brotherhood in LA Dope. and stuff like that in the round. Uh, it just, uh, you know, it was, it was a similar to th how Anti-Broke Barbers Club is right now. It's very similar. Before that, this was just kind of more on like a global, uh, bigger dynamic right yeah. now than just that one Brotherhood thing. You know, Anti-Broke Barbers Club resonates to so many people. Oh, yeah. right. It You know, it kind of has its own definition for everybody. Yes. And that's what we've been learning. How'd you feel when that first started taking off, man? And to, well, what, when did, what was your first sign that, oh man, they like this, like anti-broke Barber's Club? We started seeing it, first of all, before you answer that, mm -hmm. we were going to uh, barber battles in hella different cities. Mm -hmm. And every time we turned around, it, it, it was usually like a, a group of young cats that would just walk yeah. in and they looked like they came clicked up and we was like, damn, who is these cats? And we'd read their stuff and it was like, anti-broke Barber's Club. When did you, realize, damn, they like this. It's working. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, we were selling them online and it was going. You oh, know what I'm okay. saying? That's when I built the website, built the things like that. Um, and then I would say maybe... I smoke a lot of weeds. <laughs> hey, I, I seen the challenge in his in his eyes. I was no, like, because I got to think back. And you, you know, sometimes I've done a lot. Yeah. And you know, I'm 38. You know what I'm saying? But I've done a lot. You know, like I said, I worked in Hollywood 12, 13 years. I've opened barbershops, opened barbershops, closed barbershops. You know, um, sold barbershops. Uh, open had clothing stores, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Clothing. So I've done so much. So always going back on these timelines and timetables is uh, a little difficult sometimes I but I think that very first expo showed uh, showed me a lot and that was the very first one I went to was in Rumble in the Rumble in the Rockies in 
in Denver. Okay. And then the Barbers came out. It's just the names anti broke Barbers Club. Like, yeah. tell me something that gets you more juiced up than that. It's it's super. You can't you can't name you know no disrespect to nobody's brands or what they have. Well, because you sound like you're disrespecting my brand right now, and I don't like. That. <laughs> I'm, play, I'm playing. I'm playing. But you know, but you, this is what you need. Like. Yeah. Okay, you read something, but does it give you a feeling? Yeah, man, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's like it. we all have our names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My brotherhood barbershop. That's cool. You got that? Okay, I feel you. Know, might be might be family or whatever you put. But this anti broke barbers, it gives you a feeling yeah, because you need it. You know what I'm saying? Like you need this. I don't want like if you don't want to be broke, you should be yeah. trying to figure out what the fuck this is. Yeah. Sorry for my language. No, uh, no, that's that's, that's that's what we wanted. Yeah. Like the the real, the raw, yeah, transparency. And, and, right, and, and that's what we talked about. But we talked about before just being on. I remember being on a live. That's how that's how our classes just these, these topics go because you know I'm not like I said I don't cut hair so I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about some techniques or what you're doing. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and tell you about what I see the customer looking at. Yeah. I see that lady that's looking at you and she wants to hurry up and get out of here because the conversation in here is yes. it's not, fit. It's not yeah. right. right. You smell like you smell like weed. You smell like tobacco. You don't know what that kid might have asthma. Like those are the things I open Barbara's eyes to. You know what I'm saying? No. Because one, you got to be a business. Yes. What I bring to the Anti-Broke Barbers Club is the business of Barbara. You know what I'm saying? Teaching you and educating you on what can help you raise your your income 10%, 20%. 30. I'm not trying to, I ain't got no get rich quick yeah. scheme for you. But, you but, if, you game, do the, yeah. but if you do the basics, because I've seen it. I've had my shop, my first shop was open 2012. It's going to be 11 years now having shops. Go ahead. Regardless if it was lucrative every single year or not, I know every type of barber that comes in here. Gotcha. I know their personalities, what they front, what they want, and lie about what they want, and the ones that do exactly what they want so sometimes it's just being real with them and I can't you know there's no other way for, I'm not going to have phony conversations with you or talk to you about XYZ um, it's literally about what can help you and it helps me you know what I'm saying it helps me help other barbers it's because when I have a conversation with you and you tell me something I, and, it, and it clicks to me I can remember it and go on to the next thing and vice versa and it don't matter the age I've learned stuff from 60 year old barbers Man. and I've, the stuff that I learned from these 20 year old barbers yes. I'm I'm making it a point to go tell the older heads to do X, Y, and Z because I'm telling you, man, the world don't care. I told we did a class in uh, New York. Dude was 55. I said I had a barber that was there. I said, yo, uh, I think it was Mari. I said, Mari, how old are you? I said, 20. How long you been out of school? Like six months. Would you charge him? 80. Mm. Old head been cutting hair. He said he been cutting hair for 25 years. He only still charged $25. Mm. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know, right? If you're sitting next to two dudes you've been cutting for 30 years and y'all ain't they don't switching up, how do you know what's going on outside and around? Right. And the world, it'd be like, and I got to an argument before with him, it's like, um, they don't they don't know the game. They don't love it. They don't have the love for the craft, the blah blah blah. They ain't did this long enough. That don't matter. Somebody's coming looking on Google and Yelp to go spend $80 on a haircut. They don't care about the love for this. or the, These young cats is getting in the game and, and jumping straight to $55, $60 when people are still, you know, struggling yeah. to get out of there from what they were doing the last 10, 15, 20 years. So. There, there's a couple of dynamics to that. There's the one dynamic to where you have the older people that will just 
do it for the love and the passion of it. And still, they hold themselves back because they could charge a little bit more, but they just don't want to put that burden on their client. But they're happy. It's not. So, so you know what? I sorry to cut you off. So you gonna put the burden on your wife? Yeah, but you gonna the put the burden is, on your? We don't know. Like we we. Some people are are comfortable where they are and they're living at a pace that they're cool with. There are some people that may be getting in the industry and they're jumping faster than they need to. People are looking at them and on Instagram it look like they winning. But realistically, they only cutting two heads a day for a hundred dollars. So it's all a person's perspective. Charging eighty dollars is not saying you still ain't gonna be broke. Of course, of course, of course. You know, so. and, and you know, and that's where you, it's perception. Yes, it is. So you know, and that's why I don't. My thing about you know teach these guys about we, we speak on the celebrity barber stuff and my last partner just made it more easier because he was in that realm, but we speak on that. But you don't know that these guys are okay. You just made two fifty cutting that celebrity, but you just waited eight hours. Yeah. You just drove an hour yeah. away time, and came time. out. You know what I'm saying? It don't add up. Time. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool you cut K Camp and whoever yeah. it is, but what does that do for you? Yeah. I mean, you get that picture, and if you're using it for that that type of stuff, then that's great. But in the long run. That's that's not, you know, we open your eyes for that. You know, we help you understand. If that's a realm that you want to go into, we help you understand that realm before you get into there. Because like you said, there's going to be them celebrity barbers that's sleeping on their couch or in their cars because they only doing one haircut every yeah. two days yeah. for 350 or 300 right. or whatever it is, whatever they may be charging. And you're not building a core clientele. And I don't know what your angle really is with the broke barber. Is it about charging more for barbers? I feel I think you guys would be killing it if you guys were going doing financial classes. That's, that's definitely that is the core of anybody being rich. Whatever finances they're making, twenty dollars a haircut or a hundred dollars a haircut, however they set up that financial structure, is going to be beneficial. Yeah. and that's funny. That's how we were just speaking at over there. You know, just money management. Oh, yes. big it's just so much because you know I tell them like you. You go out here, you get all these 40 in your pocket, 40, 40, 40. They go in and spend money on an eighth. Yeah. They went outside and bought. They you sound like us. <laughs> That's what we, what we do at our presentation. This is what they do every day. Yeah, I'm just telling know. you what they do. We know. You know what I'm saying? They go buy whatever, like whatever. Everybody has their own vice for whatever they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we all going to spend that little money on that vice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And doing that. Then someone's going to drink after. Are you going to get food? Are you going to do X, Y, Z? Then you buying shoes. You're going yeah. to get a shirt. Yeah. So you, so it's like, it's like you know, it's just the money is just so disposable for you. Yes. And I was just telling them, I don't care how you spend that money. Put it in the bank first. Show them transactions. Yeah. Know where your money's yeah. going. At least know what you made. Know where you made. Attractive. Know where it's going. Yes. Um, but to say, our thing is not on the price. Um, okay. The price works in when we go to these cities and they're charging $25. Gotcha. You don't then want to it, see them killing themselves yeah. off. Then like it goes that. into price gotcha. and giving them the confidence to know X, Y, and Z. But we want you know the, to basics at first. And I was just telling them over there at the booth, the consultant. <laughs> Yes. If somebody sits in your chair, you want to consult that person. You yeah. want to talk to them. You want to know, it, when I put a razor in your face, it's going to turn red because that's what my barbers will do to me. Like after a while, you want to go to keep going back to your barber because they know what yeah. not to do and what to do. Right. So give that consultant, ask them these questions. You get razor bumps, you thinning, all this stuff, stuff because it's the business of barber. You're making that person feel comfortable with you. You know what I'm saying? Then you charge whatever you want to charge. Do y'all have a, uh, do you have like a minimum where you like, Anti-broke barbers, we'd never want them charging less than. No, no, but I think across the country, I think healthy adults and people across the world should be decent at a forty, like forty dollars. That's cool. Two two twenties, yeah. you know, a, a grown adults. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you can go yeah. from there. But like I said, it don't really. It's not the money. It's just how you. 
I like to give the perception of it because I have barbers that want to move to LA and work in my shop. So I say, why do you want to move to my shop? You know, it's going to cost you whatever it may yeah. be, $6,000 every single month. And when in LA, that's going to come every 20 days. And you make $60,000 where you're at, you want to come to LA. That's not, you know what I'm saying? You can make that. You can make these same adjustments and these same yes. things in your own city, mm. and make that. Now you make eighty thousand, and you're living way better than if you was in LA. That's yeah. dope. You know what I'm saying? That's so dope. when you break that understanding down for them, and you show them examples of where these people, and when I'm telling you, because I know so many barbers that come to LA and they go right back home. Mm. And I tell I've them, seen that. Yeah, yeah I've seen had, that. I've, I've had people move from Miami, from the East Coast, come to my shop two weeks back home, oh. three days back home. Oh, be careful! It's going to pick up on so, you. And I always tell, and I, you know, I always tell them, uh, I'm always trying to, you know, not discourage them, but just giving them. I'm a person. I'm a realist. You, some people might take what I'm saying as they might, well, you might be a bit harsh, but I'm just trying to tell you the truth. No, you Because there's going to be a, a thousand other motherfuckers that's going to lie to you or just say yes, man, stuff to you. And I'm going to, I feel like I'm, I got to have my due justice with you and just give you that real, regardless if you don't like it or not. Because one day you might come back up to me and say, bro, you know what you told me that one day? I didn't understand it. It was a little rough. You might have hurt my feelings or I didn't get it at the time, but bro, I understand you now or X, Y, and Z. Um, so I will say this um, in, in closing, man, listening to you, a lot of your core values match with the United Barbers Club, man. Like, seriously. And and I'm, I'm starting to learn that a lot of us, a lot of our groups, our clubs or whatever we want to phrase them as in this industry that I work in the way we're working. I'm starting to find that a lot of us are doing similar things, but we don't see those sides of each other's organizations. So people will see us in this capacity. They'll see us when we throw our barber battles, which we got to make sure, man, you should, know, we should have definitely had you in Sacramento three weeks ago. I seen sure. it. I actually seen it up, uh, just the promo online or, online or where, uh, how was which, it? Oh, oh it was fire, fire. But but the point I'm getting to is people see us, uh, you have some people that say, oh, they're, they're event promoters. We are. Mm -hmm. Then you have people that say, oh, they're podcasts. Or, oh, yeah, we are. But then you have a whole nother group that that this crowd may not see that, oh, they're presenting at schools. And we don't, I'm listening to you and it sounds like you guys are doing some of what we're doing behind the scenes. So I would love to know how we can see more of what you're talking about because it's about putting tools and resources together. And you just never know, man, there may be something that you guys are doing that we can tie in or, or just even repost sometimes that backs up the same damn values and cores we are here fighting for uh, yeah and one of our things before the everything just went to shambles this last month or so uh before that the whole thing for the year was just my goals for the year was preparation and education you know what i'm saying obviously was preparing for um the expos and everything that's coming up you know what i'm saying if you don't know we're at bronner brothers this year yeah, yeah, uh, long long beach yeah, uh no bronner's in new orleans okay doing two this year. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, the ABS, so we're doing we're doing a lot of these bigger ones, bigger scales. So our preparation started in November. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And people don't understand that like this year, the preparation for me's year is already pretty much set. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't live day to day, I don't live week to week. You know what I'm saying? I'm already trying to be months in advance, two months in advance, three months in advance and knowing where things is going. Um, but just to say the and then the preparation. You know, the, 
sorry, that was the preparation and the education. You know, our thing, we want to, we have, oh, I got about two, over 2,000 ambassadors registered. Damn. Um, right now, I'm still funneling them out, going through ones, going through old ones, maybe going through some that uh, don't want to be a part of the brand no more based on, you know, my ex-partner, you know, whatever it may be. So we're still getting all those things out. Um, but we have so many barbers and so many, our Bay Area is one of our biggest markets. So okay. we want to create those online classes, gotcha. online sessions. We have mental health and wealth classes. That's what I was online curious things. about. Okay. Uh, we have people get on there. So if we have one where we got to set up once a month and we get on here and teach an X, Y, Z and talking about X, Y, and Z, mm. and it works both hand in hand, that's what we want. Because our, pla- our, our brand and our platform is built for other barbers and platforms to connect with us. Dope. Our whole thing is I don't, I'm not here to be for it that brand or that brand our ambassadors are here to work with those brands i like one that. of my ambassadors are here and now he has a job and he's hiring other barbers with bump pro let's go you know what i'm saying other i want my barbers to go work at this I brand s- i seen fresco yeah, that's my fresco. guy fresco. you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. guys ambassadors with us and we're teaching them and putting them in positions to make these moves and that's what it is it's just little things like that like to put because they want small things like that that these big brands won't give them yeah. So any of I don't care what you do, your bachelor with my brand, you can come work at the booth. I like that. You can get you can cut at the booth. People are gonna look at you regardless if you feel like you're maybe at a certain level or not. People don't know that. Yeah. And then the guys that are around, we they're gonna still give pointers. You might be cutting and we got five barbers around that are still telling you and on top of you to do this, work on this, X, Y, and Z. I like that, man. So you know, we have a, like I say, global because it's really that type of way. Like I go through my email database. I got orders from South Africa, oh, all these, all these nice. certain places. You know, I got like over 8,000 database and emails right now. So if I just went and scrubbed out Bay Area, there'll be, a, you know, 220 all from that area up there. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things that we can do that we're working on as far as um, advertisement on our websites, you know, to get a certain amount of traffic a day. I think we're getting like... Three, four, four hundred hits right now, and that's not even—that's a day, and that's not even really, you know, where we want it to be at and where it can be at. You know what I'm saying? That's so, still beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, so that's a lot of stuff that we're working on. Yeah. We got going on, but it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot, and even though we want to move so fast, we only can move. So you gotta, fast. yeah, you gotta stay. You gotta do things gradually, and you mm-hmm. gotta test. You gotta analyze. Um, uh, one thing you mentioned, uh, you mentioned um, is since everything went in shambles, you mentioned your ex-partner. Um, I just want to point out that when I see you set up over here, I'm like, that's dope to hear you say words like shambles, which I don't see shambles. Mm-hmm. I see you out here hustling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it shows a lot about the character. We're getting to know you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm wanting to know more about Ray. You know what That's, I mean? So it's kind of cool to hear. Like, we wasn't touching on that. You mentioned shambles. You mentioned, the, you know, your ex-partner. And then for me, I'm looking over at your booth right now. I salute you because something made you say, nah, no matter what's going on, we have to because keep. Because it's them. It's the people That's, over there. It's, it's bigger. It was bigger than him. Come and on. it was bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? From day one. So, and when I said shambles, because, you know, nobody knows what we go. They only yeah. see the perception. They only see what he says or uh, that person says or whatever. They don't know what I'm going through at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I, like I said, I live and breathe this brand. You know what I'm saying? And then I have another barber shops that I have a brand to that, that I neglect a lot of times because of this brand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and these are things we want to have conversation and classes with. I want to have classes with shop owners, the bosses. So, you know what I'm saying? To talk about situations that goes on that we have to overcome or deal with and or the, the shop owner versus the barber. Because they both need to understand the dynamics of both. You think that I was charging you $200 booth rent in 2010. Why do you feel like it has to be barely a scrub? You know, it should be 250 now. We're 13 years later. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you charge, you're they charging they price $20 then, year. and now you're charging. Yeah. So where's the where's the medium? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we need to have this dialogue, these conversations. Yeah. so many different conversations we need to have. But when you say the shambles, when I bring up the shambles, it's because they don't know what, you know, we, I feel like I lost like damn near almost 10 pounds this last month. Damn. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm getting phone calls every day. I didn't even really get to like, barely ate that that week that it was actually going on just because I don't have the energy for it. My mind is just the calls, the calls, the calls, the calls. I got to call out to brands. I got to make sure that they understand this or understand that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of behind the scenes things that go on. And it just showed a little bit more how that person's not too tapped into what goes on behind the scenes. Because if you, you know what I'm saying? You want to do that based on the things that goes on behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Just even personal and business. So um, so I use that word, but I mean, it's, it's part of business. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's stuff to talk about with barbers as far as owning stuff. Talk, I've talked about barbers and going to partnerships with other barbers in his shop. It seems cool, it sounds cool, but you're not buddy-buddy. You're not gonna be buddy-buddy and friends like that all the time. So. You know, you just got to hope that the business or whatever is stronger than that um, in, in some instances. So before we close out, I do want to talk about where is the brand headed? I did see that you had an anti-social, I mean, anti-broke barber club Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I like that you did. I looked like you were going to start branding certain cities. And I was like, that's dope. Um, and like I said, Chicago's our second biggest market mm. uh, out of L.A., maybe just because that's where we're from. Uh, but Chicago is one of our biggest markets. Um, the education is where we're, we're still where we're headed. You know what I'm saying? And obviously locking in more on that. Last year, we're, we was kind of geared more on touring. Um, so, you, you know, you, you go through the little hiccups and figuring out what works and doesn't work with that. Um, so, you know, that's what we're working on as well. How do we get to all of our guys Chicago? How do we get to, you know what I'm saying? So if I got 2,000 ambassadors registered, there's there's 30 in North Carolina. There's 50 here. There's 300 in Chicago. There's there. So it's how do we go there and or do the online stuff and get them educated in things that they need or the help that they need. Uh, so that's something that we're still learning. And then we're still building on and trying to figure out how to do that in these certain cities. So my guy that was just here in Vegas, he was just telling me the same thing. We need to build those things here, um, and which is going to be in every city to where we can have new barbers coming in that want to sit behind somebody or look at somebody actually cut than how it is at school. Uh, just get more knowledge and things like that. So that's what we're trying to, you know, working on creating. Uh, I don't want to say trying, um, but it's in it's it's in the works. It's something that we're working towards. So, well, it's a pleasure. Thank you for giving us your um, time. We appreciate it. Sharing your your, your journey, your, where you guys are going, where you came from. Uh, Notice some of this stuff is going to be very inspiring for other people that's trying to do similar things. I'm still inspired about being a shop owner of a barber shop, but don't work there. 
I find that, like you said, it's not about making a lot of money, but you like the culture of it. Okay. So maybe I, I wanted to touch back because I want to say, because you guys said, tell my story. And it was like, that's not really a thing that I like to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm the person that's sitting in the back. I like to get the work done. You know what I'm saying? But I got three little brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, all, I'm, I'm 38, 36, 35, 34. And all three of them went to jail same day. Um, all went to jail same day. Um, a year and a half, nine years and 11 years. All Damn. same day. Damn. So just even when I went back with that letter and it all worked oh. in the same way, I opened my shops because I wanted my brothers to have something to fall back on when they got out, of, if they got out of jail. You know how it is for, you know what I'm saying, the urban community, going to jail, stuff like that. So long story short, both of my brothers, two of my brothers are barbers. Hey. Cut it for 10 years and like six, seven years already. Hey. Like, so when people say like, you know, talk about this, or you don't cut hair, like, like I have, like, I just don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm here to get work done. You know what I'm saying? You see me, I'm setting up or whatever. I don't, I don't care about the glitz, the glamour. This is the first time you see me with a haircut. I don't be, I don't be caring. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm here to get the work done. I'm not, I'm not here to always talk about myself and things like that, which I've, they're telling me now I need to speak more you on do, that. Man, it's, your, it's, thing, it's funny how one door closes mm -hmm. and another opens. Listen to those voices and those signs, man. Because look, we didn't even know about you, right? Like, like right now, listening to you, I'm like, I, I'm like hustler, integrity. You know what I'm saying? Resilient. You get me? So like, people, people want to know what's driving a brand. Yeah. If that's you, then them knowing those things are just gonna build their confidence and who's leading this even more. I want to get to know you more, man. We want to get to know you more. Um, we even have our. Uh, we even have our live cast that I think it would be really dope to book with you to talk more personally. And it'll be, it's a good opportunity for you to even start practicing yeah, yeah. doing that. That's, that's, you know and and that's been my thing. I was supposed to go, the college y'all just went to. Oh, that's Yeah, dope. I was supposed to go there in the morning, uh, in the mornings and speak there just cause I, you know, I spoke it's to him just to get, dope. you know, get me more comfortable. Cause I don't, I don't go there, create a story about myself or anything like that. Um, because I just go there and get the work done. But I do know, and that's why the people that come to the brand rock with us behind the scenes they rock with me so so much because the information the value that i provide them based on the things i've done before wins and losses yes yeah. you know what i'm saying that i've done it all, all off my dollar i didn't go borrow you know what i'm saying like i'm putting my hard-earned money my from my marriage my you know what i'm saying there's stuff going on home my wife wants to know why i don't have this and yeah. that domino effect you know what i'm saying and it's just like I'm in this building stage. I mean, you might not see it. I even have barbers that'll call me older than me, bro. My wife doesn't understand. Yeah. They don't understand this. And I got to tell them, bro, you, you know, and I've been married 10 years now this month. Actually, ended of the month. Thank man. you. Um, so I just get my perspective on that and things on how it works. So that's why I love the dynamic of it so much because even when I speak with anti broke Barbers Club and you go, go to the shop every day, I, it doesn't have shit to do with you cutting hair. 
I know I have barbers that I've seen or witnessed cheating on their spouses yeah. and getting into in type of situations or entangled like getting somebody pregnant or something like that maybe or whatever it could be, and that throws you off at the shop for months. Yeah. I'm like, bro, what's you good? You all right? They said, tell me a story, whatever it is. So it's it's a lot more than cutting hair mm. when you when it comes to mm. barbering. Yeah. The business yeah. of barbering, the yeah. the mental health of dealing just life in general, yeah. because once life goes, it, it mixes in with your career as well. Yeah. So that's where we help a lot and help get that understanding for what's going on as well in our brand. So like I said, it's building. It's a lot. Sometimes overwhelming. Talking about it is overwhelming because there's so many avenues yeah. to win yeah, yeah. to help all these barbers. So there's so many different levels of barbers. Um, and so that's our that's what we're on this year, just building from there, finding out who's a part of our team and where can we help them with. So I would love to definitely, uh, for sure, come on the cast, talk to you guys. This is what I do. Like I, I do this all the time. So I, obviously, I need to get behind it's the mic a, and do it. It's a, a wrap. It's a wrap. Like for real, I can't wait because it's it's gonna it's gonna be beneficial for all of us. It's gonna give you a chance to practice what we just talked about, and then yeah. us to get to know you more. Anti-social. Making me start my, my podcast now. It, it, It'll be a great official. time for you too. Yes. Right now. Yes. You just I think you just announced. It. And, and, and it's and it's and I think we're just gonna call it anti-broke. And just leave it at that. You'll still have the barber aspect. But to me, because it's the anti-broke, it's everything. Yeah. Anti-broke. Because when we tell you anti-broke, it's not just on the money part. It's anti-broke mentally. That's, Spiritually. That's what I started thinking of the more I listened to you. When y'all kind of, like, uh, debated about the money thing. That's what I picked up, man. We got to wrap up, man. But I'm going to tell you, this, there's no way. We got a lot more. We got a lot more to tap into. I'm glad you're open to it. Seriously, man. For sure, man. I hope this was beneficial for you, too, Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I like it now. I'm that's what I'm just like, oh, I can sit here. Because it's already what I do. I'm just talking to people outside of the thing and giving these people advice, talking about yes. these things free with people all the time. Yes. So uh, Tell people where to find uh, find more about Anti-Broke, man. Let them um, know. You, you guys can find us on antibrokebarbersclub.com or you can download the app, Anti-Broke Barbers Club, uh, on Android or iOS. Uh, we do a lot of free giveaways, clippers, trimmers, things like that, tips, uh, best ways to uh, do this. Or when you move in certain cities, like we send all that stuff we put on the apps and our blogs. So you can find us on there um and they can buy their merch there too right yep get all the merch there you know we got a lot of stuff coming up now that's just beyond clothes uh we got the, we got the facial sprayers we okay. got barber mats okay uh, about time you know we're gonna start getting into all that type of stuff clippers and everything like that so we, we, we're here to compete with all the food we're here to compete with the big brands i like that man they put a smile on your face yeah, too. Yeah. That, i love that's it that's <laughs> yeah. about you right hey man it's been it, a, it's been a pleasure right let's get let's keep this going for real man for sure um, uh everybody make sure to check out antibrokebarbersclub.com yes, yep uh, you can get your merch and everything there, man. You got our support, man. We, we're, we're excited to see what's next, man. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. For sure. Yep.